0: What's going on? We are here. Episode three of the Gains by Pat podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I'm excited for this episode, the four biggest problems with the fitness industry. So I had a uh, an Instagram and TikTok post that we did uh, got got a, a lot of traction, got a lot of views, a lot of people commenting on it. I was talking about uh, fitness influencers and why I, why they suck and why they're annoying. Uh, talking about basically like how the workouts they do like aren't actually what people should be doing and aren't how they how those influencers and people themselves are like what made them the most the most progress Uh, and it made me realize and think about just like the fitness industry as a whole I actually had uh, a couple of uh, people that I really really look up to in the fitness space kind of talking about something similar had conversations with them and was someone else commented on the on the post too and was just saying how it's like Uh, A lot of like the influencers post nowadays. Fitness influencers post um, with workouts are like the modern day Bowflex or like the modern day like Tai Bo type thing. Where it's like um, if you don't know what that is, look it up. Basically, that those are just like um, I won't even say scammy workout type of uh, things that you know kind of lead people astray and make it seem like fitness progress is like super easy and simple and ten minute workouts are going to get you progress. Um, But basically. We were just talking about how like a lot of the fitness information out there is very misleading and it always honestly has been in the fitness space. Uh, And so that's one thing we're going to talk about in this podcast. We're going to talk about the four biggest problems with the fitness industry. Uh, Yeah, with that being said, let's uh, let's go ahead and get it popping. So first things first, the first one that comes to mind is that there's so much in the fitness space that is labeled as quote unquote bad, carbs are bad and people go on no carb diets and think that carbs are just the worst things for you. Fats are bad. People talk about how like egg yolks are bad for you or, you know, uh, you know, meat, like different kinds of meats, like steak, stuff like that is bad for you. You shouldn't have it. Uh, people say that breakfast is bad for you. And you should do intermittent fasting. Uh, people say that, you know, waiting, you know, too long to eat is bad for you and just all anything and everything is bad. People say that the lifting is bad for you and it's going to make you bulky and you shouldn't do it at all. And it's bad uh people say are starting to say now that like too much cardio is bad like if you do if you do any or not even too much but just like cardio itself is bad um uh, and the truth of of the matter is that in the fitness space there isn't necessarily anything that is like bad like it, it, it yes there's like bad take there's bad takes in the fitness space like like and there's there's workouts that aren't going to help you make that much progress or as much progress as you would like to but like there's there's even room for those like 10 15 minute core and you know booty workouts if you want to work those in and do that but it, it, there should be a balance with fitness always like there's nothing that's just objectively bad especially with nutrition i think workouts you can get into just some stupid workouts that aren't going to help you do anything and aren't going to challenge you and change your body at all But especially with nutrition, uh, the biggest thing there is like wanting to be in a calorie deficit. Like that's what's going to help you lose body fat and lose weight. Um, And so when you, you, you demonize any kind of food as being bad and say that's the reason that you're not losing weight, it's kind of ignoring the facts of how your body actually works and like what actually makes progress. Like if someone goes on a no-carb diet and they lose weight and lose fat, it's because you cut out an entire food group. Carbs have calories. All the carbs, protein, fats, those are those are macronutrients, but they all make up a certain amount of calories. Like carbs have per every one gram of carb, that's four calories. For every one gram of protein, it's four calories. One gram of fat is nine calories. So when you cut out all of any carbs that you're having uh, via that you are cutting back on calories. Same thing with, uh, cutting out fats. Um, you know, if you're cutting out fats and just thinking with like super lean protein sources and like quality carb sources, whatever, uh, then you're cutting out a big chunk of like where your calories could be coming from easier to be in a calorie deficit breakfast. Same way. If you cut out breakfast, if you cut out one meal in the day and just stick to having, you know, normal size meals for the other meals, uh, you're cutting back a lot of calories, easier to be in a calorie deficit. So, uh, and you can, you, you know, you could do implement any of those things. And you could help you be in a deficit easier, and there's many different skills and ways to cut back on calories to be in a deficit, but there's no food that is bad and off limits. Like if you wanted to have every food that you enjoy, you wanted to have pizza, donuts, burger, whatever – and you were mindful of calories and mindful of portion sizes of those foods, you would still lose weight and lose body fat. So it's all about total calories. Nutrition-wise, there is nothing that is bad, quote-unquote. Yes, it, you, know, you, you should not go about nutrition trying to be in a calorie deficit, just having like protein shakes and Oreos for every single meal. It's not good for your overall health. Obviously, you're gonna have super low energy. You're gonna feel really bad. But you can definitely, um, you can definitely work in foods you enjoy on a regular basis, and nothing is bad as it comes to that. As far as workout side of things goes, and stuff being bad. Um, again, it's easier for there to be just objectively bad workouts and things that aren't going to help you make any more progress. Um, but I think one, any activity is good. And like, if you are getting in any kind of workout and there's a workout style and approach that you enjoy, that's a good thing. And there's room for all of it. And literally any activity can help you lose weight and, and keep it off. So as long as you're doing something that you enjoy on a regular basis, that's the most important thing. And there's nothing bad. About any activity if you enjoy it like I I post content saying like this is not going to help you make as much progress. Like I'll post, you know, I'll say like getting in, you know, just doing cardio and not doing any lifting is not going to help you make as much progress, losing body fat and like having some muscle and like looking toned and lean. And like the way I think a lot of people want to look and like feel stronger. Um, but it's not bad. It's not a, you know, objectively a bad thing. If, if your goal is strictly to lose weight, if you just, you know, go for walks or you like running and that's your thing and you don't want to lift. Like Who's I'll tell you what you know can help you make more progress if your goal is to build more muscle and like look leaner and all that fun stuff that I talk about, but like it's not a bad thing. Um, so I would keep that in mind like, do with workouts, do things that you enjoy if you want to maximize progress, but there's certain things you just don't like that much, like maybe you love lifting and you hate cardio. Like you got to look you know you could just do only lifting and you know focus on nutrition and make a lot of progress losing fat but like for overall health and to make it easier to be in a deficit like you're gonna need to get some cardio in so just like you know working in a little bit of even if it's just walking or whatever you enjoy somewhat enjoy can tolerate then that's great same thing with like cardio side of things if you love running or you love playing a sport or whatever um, you can cut back on um, you know you you not cut back you you can work in you know two days of lifting for 30 minutes and focus on like squats deadlifts bench rows, shoulder press and just do that the full body workout like that twice a week you're gonna see a lot more progress and changes with your body um, and it's not a, you know, there's no bad thing with it. So keep that in mind. I, I think in the fitness space, we often just label things as being bad and we have just like this super negative connotation about something. And I, I think the more you can just be objective and kind of understand that at all, any, any action where you are, you know, eating quote unquote healthier or you're cutting back on calories can help you lead to progress, losing weight. Same thing with workouts. Any activity, you know, can lead to progress and be helpful to lose weight. And nothing is bad. Yes, there, there, there. Everyone has their own perspective on something, but no one should ever then say like, "Oh, this is bad, and you shouldn't do it." Uh, There are some things that are actually stupid as hell, though. Like with nutrition, I had someone comment on a post the other day, and like they're like, "What do you think of a three-day fast?" Like that's stupid. Like you don't need to do that. And then I I know people are like loving this whole carnivore diet thing right now, like, but just not eating any veggies or fruits, like nutrient-dense foods, like. Bro, come on, come on now. That is so stupid. Like, that makes no sense. So there are some bad things, again. Like, some workouts are dumb. But for the most part, majority of things are are just not bad. And even with those things, it's like, sure, if you want to do them, it's a way to cut back on calories and if you enjoy it and you you personally see benefits from it And you want to give it a rumble by all means go for it playboy do you thing i'm not i'm not gonna hate on you I'll tell you what I think could be helpful and the, you know why it could be helpful, but it is what it is so try, <laughs> I feel like I discredited everything I said and the biggest problem of the fitness industry me saying things are bad And then me just like completely shitting on two different things, but um <laughs> There, there really is anything that's like overly overly bad um and i think the the less we associate just anything as being bad and just try to have overall more balance with stuff uh then it's going to be you're going to be in a better place mentally um nothing is that bad there's just a lot of gray area with fitness and i think just understanding that and being okay with the gray area and not it being black and white in any aspect of it is a good thing uh, number two, and this kind of goes into my post on TikTok and Instagram talking about fitness influencers. Um, I think the, a huge problem in the fitness space is that we follow these fitness influencers whose body we that are our dream bodies and we idolize and we're like, oh my gosh, I want to look like that. Like their body is magnificent. Uh, and we look to their page for advice to see how they got their bodies that way when in actuality you know, a lot of these fitness influencers, there's, there's a few different things. And I talked about this on my post. It's like one, they've been, you know, if they actually do look like that, they've been working out for five, 10 plus years and have been super consistent and made it a lifestyle. And it is their entire life, not their entire life even, but it's, it's been a big part of their life for a a consistent and extended period of time. And they haven't had, you know, you know, six months where they're on their, on the, on the ball with stuff and working out and on their game of nutrition. And then, you know, the, next six months, they're not taking any action at all. They're consistent over time. So that's one thing. Um, and so you can't compare your you know, chapter two to someone else's chapter 12 uh, when you you're still super early in your fitness journey, like you you just got to focus on getting a little bit better than you were the day before, uh, and that's one big thing. Um, the other thing is that you know a lot of these people that are on there are like when they post their content, it is with like the perfect lighting. It is them showing um, themselves in the perfect way because that's you know, that's what sells. And that's what, uh, that's what people want to see. And, and I mean, everyone in the fitness space wants to, you know, get more views and spread their brand more often. They're, it's rare. There are some accounts that do this, but it's rare that people post like them at their worst lighting. I post like, if I post a picture, like I'm trying to look my best in the photo. Like I worked hard for for how I look. So I'm trying to you know maximize it with the right lighting and everything too. That's just like part of the game in a way, but it's something to be mindful of when you see that kind of content and you're like, why don't I look like this on a, everyday basis no one looks like their pictures on an everyday basis let's keep it a buck 50 no one looks like that um, the other thing is that people are enhanced in some way. A lot of these influencers are enhanced. They are on steroids. They are um uh, like women get like a BBL and then they go and try to sell booty book programs when they got a fake ass. Like it's just how it is. Uh people do that. that it, it, same thing again, if you know a guy says this is how you build muscle, but they are taking steroids actively and they're trying to say they're natural and they, they you know don't take anything, um, then that's not how it works. Like <laughs> that's not the game. Um so I think those are like the biggest, biggest things. And then I, I think what the, where the problem really lies with all of that is that we want to look like and be like these people. But then when these same people post their workouts, it's this like real gimmicky, just like kind of bullshit type of post and content. It's like do this 10 to 15 minute ab workout to get a six, to get six pack abs, but never talk about like how they built muscle to look like that or like what they do for the rest of their workouts. And they don't post about like what they do in nutrition because all of those things play such a big role. It's not just them doing this 10 to 15 minute fat burning workout, hit workout, cardio core workout. That's giving them that body. It is so many different factors that lead up to that. Um, and sure. Sometimes I, I didn't mention this, but like genetics sure can play a Role, but still, there's just so many different factors where, like, you, you gotta be, uh, it, it, they're not painting the full picture of how they've made that much progress. So, I think one thing with, with a, a lot of people in the fitness space, unless they are posting content on a regular basis that is like, actually helpful and you can take it in your own life and run with it and go implement it and help you make progress, losing weight, losing fat, building muscle then you almost have to look at a lot of things in the fitness industry is like entertainment. You can look at it as motivation. Like I you know, want to aspire to look like that, but sometimes it's not a realistic body you even get to no matter how consistent and hard you work with it. Uh, but I think if you look at it as motivation uh, and, and just like still keeping in mind that like it's all about pushing yourself to be the best version of you. And as long as you're getting a little bit better and your body's changing in a positive way compared to you where you were before, that's a win. Um, and, and then also like, Keeping in mind that again, fitness content is like entertainment. It's like oh, I'm doing, I'm looking at this because I, I it, it's fun to watch. And it's like, damn, this person has a crazy, nice body. Uh, it's cool to see just kind of them doing it, and like people add cool sounds in the background and do little synchronized videos, whatever. But that's like not anything you're gonna do to make progress, actually losing body fat and you know losing, it, and making changes with your body. So. Um, that's one thing. Um, a big thing that I think is a problem that people kind of emulate these people and they do these workouts and they, you know, take take quote unquote advice from these videos and try to implement it. It doesn't lead to them making progress, and they're like, "What the hell is wrong with me? Why am I not looking like that after doing this workout for a little bit of time?" Uh, and so. Um, This is going to lead me to one of my other problems that I'm going to touch on a little bit more in depth But I think you know a lot of times in the fitness space people want to again build their brand get more views Because that leads to more money that leads to them making more money Uh, And so you know they people (laughs) The nature of life people do anything for a buck people will do anything for for the green for the cheddar They'll do anything to make some money Um, And even if it is leading people astray uh, You know if if they can keep doing it and getting away with it and doing it then they will um, I will say some of the most helpful fitness people that I follow and know, and I think this is an important thing to keep in mind is that like, if you feel like less than, or you feel like, you know, a, a fitness account isn't helping you with your goals, unfollow them. Like you don't need to follow an account that is not making you feel good mentally, or is not helping you get closer to your goals and what you ultimately want to accomplish. Like, Uh, unfollow the account like your peace and your happiness and you actually making strides in a positive and productive and non-toxic way is the biggest thing so unfollow those pages um i I try to post as much helpful content as i can and be positive and uplifting and some you know sometimes i'll post like stuff that i think is is going to be helpful but or maybe might seem like Uh, hurtful, I guess. I don't even know the word to use. Like one time I I posted a video, it was like four exercises you should stop doing if you want to, you know, to make more progress. And people took that a few, not most people didn't, but some people were like, I thought this page was a positive page. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's positive. And I was not like, shitting on any, on you, on anyone. I was just saying, like, if you want to make more progress, like, these are some exercises that you shouldn't do as much and are not helping you as much to make progress. Um, so trying to be around pages that are positive and providing helpful content on a regular basis. Uh, my favorite ones that I follow personally, um, there's, I, I know there's so many out there, but these are just the ones that I, like, watch the most. And it's people, it's a lot of these people are people I actually know personally, but, um, I, I love their pages and I think they do a great job. Uh Eric Roberts, he does a fantastic job. That's the homie, Eric Roberts Fitness. Uh Grow with Joe. Uh, she has an, an amazing YouTube channel with like helpful at home workouts that are super realistic for anyone at, at any level. Um, uh, she uh posts a lot on like uh Instagram, uh, TikTok. She has like her own app. Like she does a great job. She's a homie. Um Cook Like a Book. He has a lot of different uh Calvin, he has a lot of different videos about like Lower calorie, higher protein, tasty uh, meals that you can make. Um, and those those pages, and also another one is Jordan Syed. He is he's awesome too. I've, I followed him for a long time. Um, but those four are like some of the main ones. And again, I know I'm missing out on a lot of people that are post fantastic content as well. So I'm sorry if I missed you. But those are the four that came to mind. Um, just first and foremost. Um, but those those accounts are in accounts like that are like super helpful. They're positive. They're uplifting. They actually post realistic things that you can do to help you make more progress. So, Stop, you know, comparing yourself and your progress to fitness influencers and looking to their pages for advice. Yes, it's weird for me to say this now because I've, when I first started posting content on social media, and even as my pages have grown, like I never considered myself a fitness influencer. I considered myself first and foremost, like a coach and wanting to help people with their fitness goals. and post things that, you know, people could take, run with and, you know, make progress doing. Um, But, you know, I'm aware, I'm just, I'm aware now that like, just with the amount of following I have, and thank you to everyone that follows me, like I would be considered a fitness influencer. So search out, you know, search out fitness influencers that help you with your goals. If, If they're posting consistently stuff that is helping you and positive and productive, it's a great page to follow. Um, number three, biggest problem with the fitness industry, the third, third problem, and these are not in any particular order, but third thing that I see is that the fitness industry does not teach how to have balance. Uh, and what I mean by this is like society as a whole tells us and teaches us that like, and society is like the biggest contradiction with this. It's, it's, this is super interesting. I was thinking about this as I was kind of brainstorming this podcast and I was like, what is a big problem? And I was like, Society tells us to be successful, This the lifestyle and idea of success is like going to go get drinks and go to these nice bars and restaurants all the time and go out to these nice dinners that oftentimes are higher calories and go on all these trips and travel a ton and have these marvelous experiences. But then also the health and fitness industry is like, yo, if you want to actually be in shape, you need to be super, super strict. With workouts, get in a workout every single day. Uh, get in cardio. Get in, you know, lift a lifting workout. Be super strict with nutrition. Only eat chicken. Only eat broccoli. And it's like, bro, those are completely two different things. Because um, oftentimes on vacation, people are not, you know, operating like that. They're not going on vacation and working out every single day. Um, or they're, you know, they're choosing not to. It's just tough because you're, you know, you want to enjoy it too. And like the idea is that you go and you just fully enjoy your time and not focus on fitness. Uh, and then also too. Um, Um, you know, with, uh, you know, with nutrition, like when you are going out to eat and drinking all the time and, you know, going out in that way, which is deemed like what you're supposed to do and like what the fun thing is to do. And like what, you know, when you're successful, you go travel and go out all the time, um, uh, it, it's just a huge, like contradiction, I feel like. And, and the, I think the problem lies one with like just the contradiction itself, but then also it's, there's no one and nothing that like teaches you how to balance those two things. And you, it, you have to be very intentional about how to like learn how to do both of those. Um, and that's honestly where a lot of my content ideas and why I post what I do and how I do comes from is because when I was kind of growing up and when I was in college and in my early adult life, I did want to go And I wanted to travel, and like, even now, as I've gotten older, and like my business has grown, and I'm you know traveling more, having more experiences. I, 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 I had to learn how to be able to balance you know, going out to eat, going to get drinks, traveling a lot with also still making fitness a priority. And unless you're super intentional with that and kind of understand how it works, how to balance out your calories, um, how to get in a quick workout, just mindset wise, like knowing that it's okay to not always be perfect. And as long as you can you know, be, be intentional and kind of be on your game when you are kind of at home base and at home, then, um, then it's hard to actually make progress. It's it's just overly extreme on both sides, and there's no real talk about like how to balance out life with fitness and like have an enjoyable life, um, and obviously everything everyone's idea of success and enjoyment and happiness is so vastly different, but I think everyone you know likes good food. We like to have new experiences. We like to travel. Sure, the destination might be different. The food might be different. The people we spend our time with might be different, but it's things that at times, if you're not aware of how to balance it out, it makes it tough to make and maintain fitness progress if you don't know how to do so. So I think that's a big time problem and something that, again, that's why I make the content I do. That's why this podcast is here. That's why I have my coaching. That's why I'm actually in the process of, of starting a, um, another business that is going to be really helpful for people to have balance with their fitness goals. So that's another thing I just see a big problem with. It's like it doesn't make sense that we have these two vast extremes and there's nothing taught or nothing talked about as often as it should be about like how to balance the two. Uh, the fourth one biggest problem with the fitness industry uh, are that it's and this is any industry it just is what it is is the nature of uh, our society uh, but it's like a product and the, the money involved I, I'll word it like this I think products are are offered as the solution to fitness To fitness and and the lack of fitness progress and making fitness progress. Products are offered as the solution more often to making fitness progress than an actual service and an actual knowledge, gaining knowledge is. So basically what I mean by this is that Everywhere you look, it doesn't even matter the fitness influencer, like full transparency. Like I'm, I'm sponsored by a supplement company. All the people that I just talked about, I think uh, for the most part, I know Eric Coke, like and book and Jordan Syatt are all sponsored by this. We're all sponsored by the same supplement company. Um, grow Joe, I don't know if she is or not, but like everyone takes supplements and that's a part of the fitness space is that you, as an influencer or someone, you know, that does that part of, you know, your uh, compensation is like we, people get paid from these supplement companies. But then these same supplement companies oftentimes turn around and are like, "Yeah, you sh- you need to take you know this fat burning supplement and this you know protein powder and this X Y Z in order to make progress." When in actuality, ninety five percent of progress is not from uh, a, a product as far as a supplement or like a, a booty band or something like that. It is it is literally from. The knowledge and understanding of how nutrition works, knowing that you should be in a calorie deficit, knowing that you need to get enough protein, understanding what kind of foods help you get in more protein, understanding what foods are going to be more filling for less calories, um, knowing how to, you know, balance out a day of eating, kind of going back to the point before of like how to, you know, balance out a day when you have a fun meal out. Uh, workout wise, knowing what exercises to focus on to make progress, knowing how to push yourself, when to push yourself, um, knowing that you need to be progressively getting better and stronger in order to keep changing your body. Like those are the things that should be talked about most. And uh, again, they're not sexy. People want solutions to their problems. They want things quick. So I get why, you know, the fitness industry has been able to continuously forever, for since the beginning of time, uh, make money off of people's I mean, I'll just say it, the fitness industry makes money off of people's insecurities. And they make money because they're like, here's a quick solution that will help you you know, lose a bunch of weight, lose a bunch of fat and feel better. And it's just that constant cycle of always looking for the next thing. When in reality, people need to search out the knowledge and get the knowledge from someone in order to actually make these changes. It's not just a quick fix. Yes, supplements can help. And that's, I mean, I, I full transparency, I, I did not get like sponsored. And I've honestly, for a long time, I was like, I don't want to work with a supplement company because that is not what actually helps make progress. But then I was like, well, I mean, shit. I mean, I, I, I take supplements and they can be helpful, but it's, it's, you know, not the main thing, but people are going to be buying them, you know, regardless. Um, and again, they can be helpful. So like, I have no problem with it now. And I like the company of Legion that I work with, but it's, it's the, the products are offered so much more as a solution. And what's going to actually help you make progress instead of the knowledge. And I feel like that is something that I would like to think I, I think has started to change. And I think people are grasping it, grasping it more. And I think, again, like pages that I talked about before are, are you know, Telling people how it actually is, um, and not just pushing, you know, this this idea that if you take this, you know, this supplement, you're going to make a ton of progress. if you do this like quick, these quick workouts, or you start using this like band or this kind of workout equipment, like that's going to lead to all the progress. Like it really is like understanding the full picture, and not anything overly in depth either. Like I, that's why I try to make simplified content, and that's why I, I, I like the pages I talked about, and you know, pages that make fitness understandable and simplified. I think are the best too, because people either one, they think that, you know, one of these products is going to help them make a ton of progress this supplement or, you know, this, whatever it is, is going to help them make progress. Or it just seems like too overwhelming. Like there are a ton of just like really, really smart people in the fitness space that are very science based and like, you know, talk about how to, what you actually need to do to make progress. But it's just it dives way too deep into it. And it's like way too in the weeds, and that's another thing that as I was kind of you know getting into the fitness side of things, like I loved it because I I personally love fitness and I love learning the complexities of it, and and I need to know that in order to help people. But like just generally, people that you know it, you listening to this if you have a job that you're working on you're working on improving your career and you're working on building the best relationships possible with your significant other and your friends and your family and you know you have kids and wanting to be the best parents of your kids you don't have time nor should you have to sit there and like spend time digging into the nitty-gritty of fitness and nutrition and all the specifics of it. Like, that's why if you can, if, if there's more simple, straightforward information, like, all right, here are things, here's what causes you to, there allows you to make progress, losing weight, losing fat. Here's kind of the mindset approach that you should take with it. Um, and like what actions you can start to take. I think that's the most helpful. So, um, again, I think, you know, that's the, the biggest other problem I see is that, you know, more focus on, on products, and not as much focus on like the actual knowledge in a simple and realistic way. I, you know, I think in the monetarily like all fit, all these fitness companies are looking for a quick buck as well. In my opinion, I think there's few companies that. Um, In the supplement space, you know, the companies are around, I think they do a good job of kind of adapting to the market and they, you know, they, they build a good relationship and uh, connection with their, you know, their clientele and customers. But um, I don't think there's anything wrong. I mean, it's a business, like the goal of a business too, is to make money and we all need to survive and pay our bills and enjoy life, whatever. And even, you know, coaches that, you know, coach people like that costs money to work with them. But I just think that if you're going to spend your money on something, I think the biggest priority should be to spend it on understanding and learning what the 95% of what you should do to make fitness progress is as opposed to you know something super minor like supplements that if you don't understand how to fully make progress, the supplements aren't going to help you really at all. Um, so with all that being said, those are the four biggest things and kind of issues and problems that I see. And I, I honestly am like trying to actively work on it. every time I post content, I'm like, all right, how can I make it simple or realistic? How can, um, you know, help people and, and, you know, give value to people. So, um, that's the problems that I see, uh, going to keep shit every single day. We're going to chip away at, you know, being able to make fitness a more realistic and re- re- reasonable thing and approachable thing. Uh, but yeah, let me know what you think, uh, comment. Um, uh, I don't, you can't even leave a comment on a podcast. I guess. But uh, let me know what you think. Shoot me, a, shoot me a message. Post the podcast on Instagram. I don't even know. Do whatever. I don't care. You tell someone about it. I don't know. But I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you listening. Uh, until next time, new episode every Wednesday, fourth episode next week. We're rocking and rolling. Uh, have a marvelous, blessed, amazing, fantastic day. Much love. I'll talk to you soon.